This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, we start a new a new week here on the Rudy, what's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. I saw that uh, I, I quickly grabbed a screen grab of your cat sitting in your chair during uh, when you when you stepped away, when you weren't doing one of your updates, and I still was able to see your camera. I did notice that. I, your, I liked it. Your cat was just uh, hanging out on your chair, the man chair. Yes, he loves this chair. He does. He does, yes. All right, what did I write down here today, Jerry? So uh, one of the things that came up on Boomer and Geo many times is that how the beaches in New York State are going to be – is it New York State or New York City? Cause it's the, I think the New York City beaches because Long I Island know, beaches are going to be open. I didn't even know New York City had beaches. Well, I guess that would be like Brooklyn, right? Doesn't Brooklyn have beach? I don't even know. I have Bro- no Brooklyn idea. Oh, no, Brooklyn, right, Coney Island. I mean, Brooklyn has beaches. Oh, okay, Coney Island. I think those are going to be closed. To me, whatever. It's The temperatures are 70 degrees this week. Who's going to the beach? Yeah, people. I, I understand how Memorial Day weekend signifies summer and all. Yeah. But the weather is never warm enough to go swimming. No. Right, but so. people just are itching uh, to get to the beach. Now. Sure. Uh, and what Boomer said was because the New York City beaches will not be open, the Jersey Shore and Long Island beaches will be overrun with New Yorkers, Jerry. Benny's. Which, well, that's Benny's, what, that's what Governor say. Cuomo has been talking about literally for weeks yeah. is that if one industry opens somewhere and mm-hmm. doesn't in other places, that that's, it's going to get overrun. And that's why he was talking about coordinating reopening efforts. And so it's right. funny to me or comical. That in his state, that's the one that did not coordinate properly. Right, <laughs> right between the governor and the mayor. Yeah. So. And now I know here in New Jersey, there most of the beaches, like where I'm at, the Belmar, Spring Lake, Bradley, Avon uh, area, Asbury, um, they sold uh, seasonal beach badges. Yeah, I saw this. But they didn't sell, they're not selling daily badges. And they're already sold out. Yeah. So my guess is some of these New Yorkers, Jerry, are not going to have any idea. They're going to take two and a half hours to drive in traffic and get all the way down to our Jersey Shore beaches, and they ain't going to be able to get on the beach. I think you're going to have many, many issues, security issues, because they need to get the word out on that because that's a problem. Yeah. You know, if you have, and especially because Sandy Hook, you pay by the car load, and I don't know. I don't know what the deal is going to be there, but I've yeah. seen, and not that I've gone there often, but I have gone there, and I've seen, you know, like 
big, you know, Chevy Suburbans right. to where you pack up the family and then the extended family and you could have, you know, nine people in that vehicle. You know, you're going to have them traveling, let's say, on a summer Saturday where it's going to be 88 degrees and sunny and then they get to where they think they're going and then they're turned aside and, oh, by the way, might have trouble parking as well. Yeah, oh. I never liked that idea of charging people by the car load. Yeah, me neither. It's a little this, fugazi. <laughs> very fugazi. Is yeah. that how drive-in theaters used to do it? I don't know. I don't remember ever going to a drive-in theater, so I don't know. No? No, my I friend, don't. My friend Paul tells a great drive-in theater story uh, from when he was a kid. Now, in uh, we both he grew up in Island, I grew up in Colonia, all near Edison. And in Edison, New Jersey, on Oak Tree Road, which is a pretty major road, but it's not a highway by any means, there used to be the Oak Tree Road drive-in movie theater. And you could see the screen momentarily from the street when you were right. when you were driving. So he said uh, one time his dad was driving. It was his dad, his, his mom, and the three brothers in the back of the car. And as they were driving down Oak Tree Road, there was a movie going on, and the woman started to pull her pants down. Oh. And that his father <laughs> pulled the car over so they could all watch. Wow. That's probably the opposite thing you're supposed to do. <laughs> That's so funny. Like to think like, oh, we didn't even have to pay for this and we get yeah. to see the nudity up on the big screen. This was a long time before <laughs> cell phones and bad videos <laughs> that you could watch. Yes. Right. You and were start listen, when you were, when a woman was gonna pull her pants down, uh, in a very sexy way, Jerry, no matter where it happened, you stopped and looked. No, you stopped and looked. Oh, well not me. It was Paul's family. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. And he's told that story in the podcast, so I feel like I'm allowed to tell that story as well. You're not, not speaking out of school. Not speaking out of school, Jerry. <laughs> uh, Graceland will be opening up. In, uh, I think that's in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. I'm going to Graceland. Yeah, I'm going to Graceland, Graceland, Memphis, That's a place Tennessee. I would like to. When, we, when I went to Nashville last year, yeah. um, I only went for you know three days. We were, we were in and out very quickly. Um, I, I looked into that. I didn't realize how far Memphis was from Nashville, so I did not get to make the trip. Yeah. I would like to go there. I think that's pretty cool. Now, I would like you one time. I was like, maybe I'll go to Nashville and then um, take a quick ride over the to Memphis. <laughs> You're right. It's hours apart. Yeah, it's, they, it's, they are not close together. It's not close. No, not at all. But it's funny you bring up that because I was watching the top 10 on Axis last night. Okay. Um, that channel I like that does a lot of music. And yes. that's the channel that's got the Sammy Hagar TV show. Oh, yeah. There's the TV show with the guy from ACDC. It was a Brian Johnson. And your boy Booker was uh, one of the panel guys last night giving his opinions on the different songs. Last night, the one I watched was the top 10 songs from 1969. And I found it interesting that Booker was talking about the top 10 songs of 1969 when he was probably born in 69. <laughs> I think he actually, like, I was born in 69. I think I'm a year older than him. I think he was born in 1970. <laughs> now, that doesn't mean that we don't know music. I'm right. just having fun with him. But in terms, like, some of, like, Lita Ford was on it. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, they, yeah. They had older, and she didn't look bad. They had right. older people, talk, like, um, what's his name? Greg Brady. What's his name? Barry uh, Williams? Yeah, Barry Williams. At least you feel like he kind of lived through it. So when they were talking about what the times felt like and what the atmosphere in the world was, like, okay, well, he was he was around back then. I get it. Right. And then Booker's talking about it like, wait a second. But he was more about the songs, which was pretty cool. I did not know the... Um, Oh, what's the song? Um, the Sugar Sugar by the Archies? Yeah. I did not know the Archies was a cartoon. 
Archie's a, yeah, like with Jughead and things, and then they yeah, made them a, a rock group. I did not know that. I really didn't. I, I was actually fascinated by that. That was like song number four. I think that was, was like, their only hit, one hit wonders. I would say so. I, I was not aware. So very interesting. And like Whole Lot of Love was on it. It was very it was an interesting show. Sugar, sugar. Oh, my point is, Elvis is, right, Elvis's Suspicious Minds was on the list. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, and I, as they were talking about Elvis and the impact he had on rock and roll and how 1969 for him, he was kind of really transitioning from what he was to what he was going to be, and, you know, he, he completely changed and everything going on in his world. One of the guys said one thing I found interesting. They said he did not write one song. Now, I knew yeah. I, I knew he didn't write a lot of them, but I figured he wrote something. Right. The guy on the panel said there was not one song in his career that he ever wrote, but he could identify great lyrics. Yeah, and he worked with that team. I forget, Lieber and Stoller, I think they were. They were a, a songwriting team, and they, they wrote a bunch of the Elvis hits. Yeah, yeah back then that. it was like there were songwriters, then there were performers, and it was just, um, there weren't, I guess in 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 that era, maybe. Although I'm, as I'm saying this, I'm thinking of all the groups that did write their own songs. So right, I'm incorrect, sure. but sure. you're right. Elvis didn't have that. But I was curious, like when I when I when you even said when I saw that Graceland was opening, and you said you were interested. I'm trying to think like that. You what you're just saying, 1969 when he was transitioning to a different type of career. That's 50 years ago. Yeah. How many people? still want to go to Graceland and how long will that be able to keep up? And by the way, to be clear, it's 51 years ago. <laughs> 51! I don't know because while I'm still interested uh, yeah. in Elvis, I'm interested because my parents were big fans of his right? and listened to the music often growing up. My sons, there's no chance. I mean, Matthew may have heard of him by right. now. That's your six- how old is Matthew? 16? 15. Does your 15-year-old son even know who Elvis is? I bet he does. It's pop I would culture think he, still. Yeah, I think he knows who he is, but I don't. if I told him we were going to Graceland, he might say, <laughs> what the hell is that? That I don't think he'd be interested in or know anything about it. Right. Because even so, if you answered him, what the hell is that, he still would be like, why are we going there? Yeah. So I don't answer your question. I don't know how long that a place like that yeah. can stay open and survive. It's a great question. Don't know. I have actually, uh, I have someone coming over in a, a 10.30, Jerry, to... Masseuse? Um, no, no, to, <laughs> to um, look at redoing... I need new cabinets here. These right. cabinets are really beat up. It's a very tiny kitchen. I don't know what cabinets cost. A lot. Gene, right, that's what Gina was telling me. Yeah, now, what'd you I'll think? Give you, I'll, give you, I'll give you an example of what I thought. So the real estate agent who I purchased this home through, she said to me when I was telling her about the cabinet, she goes, you know, my sister works with... Uh, I don't even remember the name of the cabinet company. She said, uh, you know, I'll connect you with her. And she's looking, the, the real estate agent's looking in here, and she goes, you know, we'll probably do these for uh, something similar for 17 And in my head, I was like, in my head, I, I and I was so far off that I didn't want to ask 1700 or 17000 So I still don't know. <laughs> it's not going to be 17000 but it's not going to be seventeen hundred. What it could be is seventeen hundred for the cabinets plus the installation, which could cost you another couple thousand dollars. My guess would be you're going to pay somewhere around three grand. Okay, because Gina told me when I told Gina that she goes, "Yeah, cabinets are like fifteen thousand dollars." I go, "Not for this." I said, "For like, you know, my sister no. has a, a big house." I said, "Maybe for Debbie's house." I don't know. 
No, I don't. I don't think that's true at all. I mean, we I'm trying to think how much we spent when we did that. It was not nowhere near seventeen thousand dollars, and it does. It depends on how many you have too. I mean, I don't know what you're looking at. I have nothing here. But, I mean, I can tell you, I mean, you could go, and again, it depends on where you go for them. I mean, yeah. if you're going for designer cabinets, right? I mean, it'll cost you a fortune. But if yeah. you're going to go to Home Depot or Lowe's, I mean, you can get, I would be stunned if it cost you more than, I really would. If it cost you more than $5,000 installed, I'd be surprised. For purchase and install. Okay, yeah. that's what that's what I had in my head. Yeah, well, I don't. It's going to be some shock when this woman comes over. She's probably trying to sell me custom cabinets, Jerry. I now, want in stock. Just be careful that they don't pressure you into making a deal now where they won't give you your twenty five percent off. <laughs> I think I'm kidding. You never yeah, know. I am never, a sucker for know. these deals. That's how I ended up with this whimsy dog, Jerry. They said, Well, another family's interested in her. Yeah, I said, no, oh, we'll I hear take you. her. I do you know what kind you're looking for? Like what you're looking for? I'm looking like like a uh an uh, a light a gray or a light greenish or a light bluish, Jerry, something nice. Well, that's a, got it. Okay. All right. Fair something enough. In, something beachy. Have, have you at least looked online at like Lowe's or Home Depot to I see? I did look at Lowe's and Home Depot, yeah, but it's so hard to tell because- But you can see how much they cost. Yeah, the actual cabinets. You're right. So maybe the actual cabinets are 1700 That's what I would think. Yeah. And then it depends on how much it's going to cost to install them. No, it's funny. So- Yesterday, I was looking on the Home Depot website, and then right. and then it was like these. We could get these cabinets to your house in two days, you know. But then they say, "Here's the how to install guide." Yeah, <laughs> I opened it up. First of all, they were smart. They run level of difficulty, difficult, yes. advanced. Yeah, and, and uh, that's that's yeah. that's helpful when they tell you that, so you know what you're getting yourself into. I bail immediately if, if something doesn't say easy, I'm out because even that easy, I'm confused by things i by the way i'm looking at cabinets on yeah. those website yeah i mean dude please what are they what are they at jerry I, yeah you can get so i'm just looking at like um these are finished cabinets but no i mean look, these aren't you know custom in or anything like that. right it's in like stock they what they call in stock in cabinets. stock cabinets are running between between 100 and 300 bucks per cabinet per cabinet if you only need seven of them you're talking One, two grand two. Three, four, five. Yeah. I so I don't seven. know where you would come up with seventeen thousand dollars. So seventeen hundred. Now a gourmet kitchen, and if you told me <laughs> that this there is are not th- right, and if you told me there are thirty four cabinets, yeah, and you were spending five hundred bucks a cabinet, well, yeah. there's seventeen thousand dollars. Right. But that's not what you're doing. I'm How many doing do you that. have? For uh, every two, remember, for every two doors is one cabinet. How many okay. cabinets? So then I have one, two, three. I have, f- uh, I have really only. Hmm. One, two, three, four, five. I have 10 actual cabinets, and some of them are small. 10 cabinet doors, you're saying? 10 cabinet doors, and four of them are small. Thousand bucks. And the small ones are like $100. Oh, nothing. No. I mean, come on. But these cabinets are beat up, though. I'll tell you that. Like, these are not ones that you could just, like, you can't put new doors. No, like, these are like. Yeah. These cabinets have seen seen some days. Yeah, no, I hear you. Understood. And that's why. Boys, I, that's why when I hate, I watch these shows where they go and buy a dump of a home, yeah. and they'll redo everything. Like, oh, but we can save money. We'll just paint the cabinets. Wow, right. <laughs> that can't look good. Right. And your you know boys, what I want to do? I want to make custom cornhole boards. You think I can do that? Yeah, I do. Level think of do difficulty that. I read was a three on a scale of one to five. I feel like I can do that. I think you could do that. I'm just gonna, I think that's gonna be my project this week. 
and uh, Lowe's, Jerry. They keep pushing off my my uh, appliance delivery. It's been pushed I'm not, off you know what, dude? four I'm times. Not, I'm not saying anything. I told you. You warned me about them. Yes, and I I'm, did. And I let them off the hook. Yeah, well, you haven't let them off the hook yet. You can you can tell them, keep the order and get your money back. I could tell them, hey, take a hike. Yeah, what did you buy again from them? I bought a, a stove and a dishwasher. Wow, okay. So you're washing dishes right now and you can't cook. Well, other than that, you're fine. You have a microwave? I do. Yeah, you're good. Hmm. You feel like you've been there a while already. Not of that, no. No, okay. But I feel like I've had the dog for like a week. That's and fair. I really only had her. I picked her up Friday afternoon, so Saturday afternoon, Sunday. This is only day three. So it's been a nice, smooth transition for it you. It has been pretty smooth. That's great. I'm glad to hear yeah. that. So I know far, when we so moved good. in here, I felt like like after a week, I felt like we were here for years. Yeah. It just, it just fit. Yes. And I feel so. like I feel like I don't I don't know what I'm I feel like I have a bunch of stuff in Madawan that's not gonna fit here. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I, I understood. But um I'll figure it all out, Jerry. Of course you will. What and are you gonna I'll do down a, the shore today? It's kinda cool t- to think about that now. Today? Well, I need to take her on a long walk because of this morning we just went out to pee. I gotta <laughs> The two of you together to find a tree. <laughs> She does want. She seems to want to only poop in, in gravel. No, it's easy for you to clean up, right? Yeah, because then I grab the whole scoop with the with the poop bag, and yeah. I, I get a whole bunch of gravel in my hands. You've too. become one of those people. Oh, it's disgusting, Jerry. Walking around with plastic bags, turning. Well, inside I know out. where to. I know where to take her. Well, I use the actual poop bag because I'm not one of these people that uses like a Walgreens bag because I feel like those bags get holes in them. Yeah, then you can have uh, feces on your hand. Yeah, which I don't want. I don't want feces on my hand. I hope so, not. Yeah, no. So. um weirdo <laughs> yeah no one wants feces on their hand jerry other than that i don't really have a game plan for today another day in al duke's <laughs> life what are Just you doing today the... nothing wide open <laughs> god almighty that's phil collins one saying just another day in paradise jerry. i will i will tell you because i have lived this life now for the last nine weeks okay you know with no sports mm-hmm. no school stuff no pickups no nothing and it is quite peaceful i'm not gonna lie now, I'm not alone. I am still doing things, you know, around the house with my wife and my kids. But in terms of the calendar or the schedule, it is weird to just see it so blank every stinking day. So, I think we've lost Al. Al? All right, well, that'll do it for the uh, the podcast. Eddie, are you there? I am. Yeah, I think Al's gone. So, uh, he usually does the whole see a thing at the end. I don't do that. All right, do you want me uh, so to what- do it? What I'm going to see, yes. So what I'm going to say is coming up next, the warm-up show, and it was quite spectacular as we started a new week. Uh, we will talk to you guys tomorrow morning. Eddie? <laughs>It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. And a new week is upon us. It's a Monday. Al Dukes in his new digs with his new dog. What's up, dude? Jerry, I have a question for you and Eddie. Digs, dudes, and dogs. What's up? What time is it? Showtime! Remember we were going to do that? Forgot about that. Let's try (gasps) one more time. Because it was the last uh, Michael Jordan uh, last dance last night. Uh, Jerry and uh, Eddie, what time is it? Showtime! Showtime. He was behind. 
Uh, I did not watch any of this last dance. I fell asleep. I had uh, I had um, good intentions, but I didn't. wasn't able to see anything. How about you? Wow, none of it, huh? I had it on, and I I know it was ten to nine, and I was like ten minutes. Well, I watched the first episode. I did it. I did what I've done every week. I watched the entire first episode, and I watched the first segment of the second, and I will watch the conclusion of it when we're done later. Don't tell me how it ends if they win the championship or not. I haven't <laughs> seen haven't seen it yet, Jerry. Sadly, I actually believe that you're not sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I think that's possible. I'm calling also BS, Jerry, on one of these stories that I saw on TMZ regarding uh, Michael Jordan. Yeah. His son, Marcus, who looks kind of like a hippie, like a, like a weed guy. You know right. how like there are guys like like he could hang out in the Allman Brothers, like a weed guy. Just does, right. It doesn't look athletic. There's athletic guys. There's weed guys. There's rocker guys. He's like in the rocker weed guy category. Mm-hmm. He says he once beat Michael Jordan, his dad, in one-on-one and then lost the rematch. I could see that. No. You have a bad <laughs> shooting day. Like, Maybe listen, you can't be on every second of your life. I know, but you can't lose to your son who's not like you. Probably let your kids win sometimes when you play them in one on one. Yeah, there were times that I would beat them like a drum. To yeah, make a just point <laughs> when they were getting then, a little cocky. Yeah, and then there'd be other times you would set different rules so that mm-hmm. you know you don't block every one of their shots. Right now, I'm at the point I cannot beat Matthew. Right, like you will try your hardest, yeah. and you're not winning. Can't win. Cannot win. Yes, that is. So you're very saying true. that perhaps Marcus Jordan did one time one on one beat MJ. I think it's possible. Like Marcus Jordan was taking all outside shots and hitting everyone. Yeah, swish, I mean, swish. you have days like that. Anybody swish. does. Even you would have a day like that once in a while. Rarely, and then you think, "Oh, I should be a basketball player," and then you never have one of those days again. <laughs> there is that sense of I can do this. <laughs> Why if I because I'm not putting in a lot of work. If I put in a lot of work, I could do this. <laughs> and then you can't. <laughs> Jerry, you know who had a terrible weekend? I don't know. NFL players. <laughs> oh my god. Uh how many did I wrote this down? 4 NFL players were taken into custody on Saturday. Oh, and then they all have guns on them? <laughs> yeah. Like what are we doing, guys? And we're in a lockdown situation. I, I think this is making people go crazy, Jerry. The Jersey Shore was bopping with people yesterday. Did you walk around with weekend. guns? I did not have any guns on me. I didn't me go to neither. any parties. Right. Boy, the NFL, what a what a weekend. The Giants had uh, their fellow, right, who's a DeAndre Baker. Yeah, that's, a, had, uh, that's a weird one now. But very yes. weird one. Uh, we had a former Giant, Corey, uh, Latimer. Corey uh, Latimer. It's Cody, not Corey. Cody. That's what Isn't I was it? saying. Yeah, I think so. Go ahead. I call him C. Latimer. You just call to... him nothing until you've read the article because you never heard of him. <laughs> this is what I did do. I saw it was a Redskin, right? Right. So I was like, oh, let me click on it, see what this fellow did. When I clicked on him, they had him in his giant uniform. I was like, oh, former giant. Look at this guy getting in trouble. Unbelievable. Look yeah. at this guy. <laughs> so uh, bad weekend for the NFL, Jerry. Not That's great. What I say. Not great. Not great. No. Were you arrested? I was not arrested at all Good. this weekend. Me neither. Actually, went went well this weekend. <laughs> Although I did enjoy watching cops yell at people through megaphones from their cars to get off the boardwalk on their bikes. Aha! Uh-huh. You can't no even biking, ride a bike on a boardwalk. Not not not. Uh, it starts May fifteenth to September fifteenth. No biking. Really? Yeah. Too many uh, old people walking around, Jerry. You don't want to okay. run over old people. All right, I got it. So much like the NFL players who got in trouble, there were some bikers down here that got in trouble for riding on. The boardwalk. Were Boomer and Geo any of those bikers? 
Uh, no, I think they're stationary bikers, those two. Oh, no, Boomer goes out and does miles. <laughs> he does do miles. Yeah. And it, it is interesting, like, like um, for bikers versus runners, you know, bikers – you might you might say, oh, I ran five miles this weekend. The biker would be like, I draw, I rode fifteen. We well, didn't do three <laughs> times the work I did. You were pedaling. Well, it depends on what kind of pedaling. If you're going uphill and staying flat, it's it's hard. And, and you could also coast when you don't feel like pedaling anymore. That is you need true. A, need a break. You can't coast when you're running. No, it's called walking. Yes, that's called walking. Exactly, Jerry. That's how you coast. How the you first th- weekend going that in the apartment? Oh, the first weekend uh, went well. Uh, the furniture I ordered was uh, I'm, I'm, I, I got a gigantic coffee table, not knowing I did not have a gigantic living room. Right, we, so, you told us that Friday. Yeah, so that's yeah. going back. It's going back, but um, due to COVID nineteen, it's not going back till COVID nineteen is over. So I don't, oh, okay. I don't know what I'm doing with it here. I was oh, trying, wow. I was trying to sell it for cheaper on uh, on Amazon, uh, not mm. Amazon, on Facebook. Yeah, no dibs. Nothing. No one's interested, no. Jerry. Okay. No one wants his coffee table. How'd the dog do? The dog did very well. In fact, she took her first celebrity dog photo yesterday. Nice. A guy on a bike wanted a, a photo with her, but she's doing well. Good. She's settling in. Uh, I got her to uh, poop and pee outside, so that's a good sign. It's a good weekend. And I didn't lose her. <laughs> that's even better. <laughs> do you think this is a cop-out on Von Miller's part, Jerry? I saw this and I thought, cop-out. Cop-out or no cop-out? Von Miller on stopping Patrick Holmes. Now, we know Von Miller is a Patrick defensive. Patrick Mahomes, yes. What did I say? Patrick Holmes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I do know it's Mahomes. He's Sherlock's brother. <laughs> <laughs> Sherlock's brother, Patrick Holmes. Von Miller says on stopping Patrick Holmes, can't do it. Our you offense, said it again. Our offense has to score. <laughs> Eddie, am I wrong? Did he just say it again? He did. I said Holmes again? Yes. My Holmes. Oh, God. Um, well, it is a cop-out. It's also probably true. He's admitting they can't stop him. No, he said they could stop Patrick Holmes. It's my Holmes that's given him a, a very big problem during the season. Patrick Holmes, they stopped. No problem, Von Miller. No He's an all-star. All. No issue at all. They're stopping him. He can't throw on them. He can't get a run game going on them. But Patrick Mahomes, Jerry? No, that's, that's a problem. That's a whole different story. I'll tell you what it is. That's honest. Is what that is. I mean, that's I a guess. bad thing to say about your team, too, isn't it? Right. You can't say that. A bad thing to say about you. You're the all-pro on that team. I agree. I agree. How about some leadership? How about this? Step your game up. Man, yeah, that's a rough one. I don't love, I don't like that one. That's tough. Step that is your game. Tough. Did you know that Tua Tagovailoa has a brother? I didn't until this weekend. <laughs> and I had no idea he was in Alabama. Right. His name is transferring. Tolia Lua. (laughs) Tolia Tagavailoa. Okay. He's going to he's going to follow in the footsteps of one boomer Asiasin. Going to Maryland. Going to Maryland. Now I did not Google this. You think he's a lefty or no? They can't have two lefties in the same. Why can't they? I don't know if he is or he's not, but why not? Is lefty a natural thing, or like did you try to get your boys to throw lefty or bat lefty? Like never, thinking they'd be more valuable in sports? No, never. It was whatever they picked up and whatever they did. They just yeah. And they also picked up a bat and just swung it lefty. But mm. they throw righty. I don't I don't yeah. know why. So, but it wasn't something we tried, though, no. I would try to get, like, a lefty specialist pitcher if I had a kid. Well, you're not having a kid, so you don't have to worry about it. You don't know that, Jerry. I'm only 50. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. His, brother, his brother's... Time. 
His brother throws righty. He does throw righty? Yeah. Tolia Tagovailoa. So he was Tua's backup, or he was not really even a backup in Alabama? <laughs> Once again, I never heard of him until this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and all Just of a like, sudden, he became a big story. Tolia Tagovailoa. Tolia yeah, right. Tagovailoa. How about that? And luckily, Jerry, I don't think you have a haunted house where you live. Your home is not haunted, I assume. Not yet. I mean, I, that, that has not come across our plate, no. There are people that are uh, stuck at home, but because of coronavirus, uh, you know, you're really not supposed to be leaving your house. People are working from home. People are spending inordinate amounts of time at home. And there are people that live in haunted houses that say this is a particularly tough time because they can't get away from the ghosts. I'm sure it is. That's going to be brutal. You're running in circles and you're on home. And probably the ghosts are also like, what is this? Is this guy ever leaving? Yeah, they've probably had enough. Like, everybody <laughs> get out. Let's really scare this guy tonight. Let's put a fake head in his bed and maybe he'll get up and go to work tomorrow morning. What do you think is worse? Mm-hmm. That or did you see the story in the post on Saturday or Sunday about the group of researchers that are stuck on an island off Thailand? What are they and doing they, there? Well, they went and they only packed for three weeks for like research and, and to do a study. And because of what happened, no one can get them. And they've been there for 10 weeks. Really? And they're basically living off the land. It's like a real survivor deal. So they're stuck. They went on into an island to do some research. Yeah. It was a pre-planned deal. Now, one of them you were telling me is a professor. One is a millionaire and his wife. (laughs) (laughs) One's an actress. (laughs) One is an actress. Uh, One guy drove the boat out there. The skipper. The skipper. What was Gilligan's story? Lackey. He was the first mate. First Something mate, like yeah. That. First mate. So he was like co-pilot of yeah. Skipper. Well, and there was, uh, I don't think this is the same deal, but it's pretty close. And there's no boat that's been shipwrecked. <laughs> oh, they went on there I, without a shipwrecked boat. Yeah, I think we have to take a break. Eddie, right? when they, when they, Eddie, when they would do the theme song to that and they'd say, and the rest, who are they leaving out? Uh, and that was then, I think, in the first season. That was, yeah. Because then they fixed it. And the professor and Marianne. Oh, so they only they left out the professor and Marianne in the first one. That they did. Not nice. <laughs> they became the very professor. big stars. The main guy who's trying to get them off the boat. Oh, I'm Boomer Esiason. <laughs> and the rest. <laughs> Quick break. He's next with G on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. There actually was some sports yesterday. You had Kevin Harvick win at Darlington. You had the golf with Rory McIlroy and Dustin Johnson. And did you see this, Al Dukes? I figured this was right mm. up your alley. I did see a story yesterday that said uh, the consumption of weed could help in the uh, coronavirus. <laughs> it's curing coronavirus now. Weed is? It could fight it, yeah. I mean, uh, this weed, they claim, fights everything. I it knew can't. you were going to say that. <laughs> Pick a couple things that it goes like anxiety, depression, blah, blah, blah. Don't tell me it's going to cure like the flu, coronavirus, cancers. Unemployment. Right. Then then it just becomes a, this a cure-all drug, which it can't be. Uh, it was funny. Anyway. I see that, the, you know, the wrestler and actor The Rock. I've heard of him. Yeah. Well, his dad, like when I was into wrestling in the 80s, his dad wrestled. Uh, he went under the name Rocky Johnson. Right. He was a good wrestler. He wasn't a world champion many times over, but he was a good, solid wrestler. The Rock, of course, incredible wrestler. The best, Jerry. Um, his daughter, Simone, she's 18, signed with the WWE. Cool. To be a wrestler. Great. 
Would you have wanted your dad to be a wrestler that you could follow in his footsteps? I was, or would it be too much pressure? I think if you're Michael Jordan's kid, yeah. you're the Rock's kid, I think it's pressure, yes. That but, is pressure. But but in this case, don't they get helped out by the, the writers? Yes, they do get helped out by the writers, for sure. A little sure. different then. Uh, then you also have like Ric Flair's daughter. She's like a champion. When you need to oh. know what's happening in New York sports and all of sports, keep it here on The Fan.